0: Train Hard, Live Strong family, yo, what's up? Happy Labor Day. Hope you all had a great weekend, and I hope you all are ready to crush this fresh new week by starting the week off right and listening to another amazing episode here on the Train Hard, Live Strong podcast. Check it out, y'all. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel, and today on the show, we have an amazing, amazing guest speaker, someone who competed in the Titan Games season one, all right? In this episode, she goes in deep with a lot of self-love, self-positivity, self self the self everything, this is how you should view yourself and, and, and just the whole view and mindset she has on her and her fitness journey and how she got into fitness is truly mind blowing. It's very remarkable. And, and what she's been able to accomplish and what she continues to do for herself is outstanding. And I really want you to pay attention because Whenever we pursue a new journey or we jump into a, a transformation or we're changing our lives and we're doing things that are different, you know, we're, we're letting go of bad habits and doing more good habits and we're starting to train and we're starting to eat correctly. It gets difficult and we start to compare and we start to put ourselves down and we start to push harder and harder. And, and you know, sometimes we begin to put ourselves down even more. And if we just love ourselves from day one and we continue to progress because we know that we can, There's going to be so much more fulfillment on the other side. So I want you to pay attention to everything that our guest speaker talks about today. And if you want to go ahead and check her out on Instagram, go ahead and head over to at BeastingTheBeauty, and you can check out her profile. And before we jump in this episode, y'all, I just want to thank every single one of you for taking the time to listen to these episodes Share it with your friends, your family, and just show us love, all right? If you really want to show us some more love, writing a nice little five-star review for the podcast, if you're listening on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to, that would mean the world to us here, and that would help us grow even more, all right? And also, too, if you are right now struggling with finding workouts or finding some type of exercise that you want to do for yourself, for your goals, and things you want to accomplish for your body and health, and the view you have for yourself, or maybe you just don't want to go into a gym yet, or you feel uncomfortable going to gym, or maybe you want to start somewhere, if you go ahead and head over to hityourgoals.vhx.tv, H-I-I-T-Y-O-U-R-G-O-A-L-S.vhx.tv, you will see a nice little platform with amazing home workouts that I have provided for you all. I also have a bunch of free workouts on my YouTube channel, Matthew Fitness Trainer. You can check out the 20-minute home hit workouts there. There's tons of them that Tons of people enjoyed whenever we hit our first lockdown for COVID, but, uh, hityourgoals.vhx.tv has my exclusive home workouts and bodyweight workouts. And we're going to be publishing a lot more workouts with, you know, equipment, dumbbells, bands, and all the amazing stuff. So you can get an amazing shape an amazing body. All in the convenience of your own home. If you're traveling in your office, wherever you're going, you know, you're going to see a family member or you're going to go travel somewhere and you might don't want to go to the gym or you might not have access to a gym, but you want to get an amazing workout in because you got some goals you want to accomplish. All right. You can go ahead and check it out. All right. Hit your goals.vhx.tv and it's all there, y'all. All right. Hey, here we go. We're about to jump in this episode and let's welcome our guest speaker today, Christina Luna. you doing
1: hey doing great how about
0: you i'm good i'm good thank you so right now i know people who are listening can't see but i can see that the, your background you have like it's nice it's like sunny so right now you're in north carolina you said right
1: yep north carolina kind of like about an hour south of raleigh
0: oh nice so i'm not like 100 percent familiar b- with that place but is there like a beach nearby you or anything or
1: there's a beach about two hours away that I'm actually going to this weekend. We like to hit up uh, Wrightsville Beach in Wilmington, so not too far.
0: Okay, okay. Nice. What's the beach called?
1: Wrightsville Beach.
0: Wrightsville Beach. Okay, nice. And then the weather over there is, is pretty warm, right? Or is it really hot or just like nice?
1: Yeah, it's pretty warm. It's really humid. There's been a lot of rain lately, so like we've been suffering with humidity. But, um, yeah, it's really nice. It's a it's a pretty day out for sure.
0: Nice. Yes, it looks nice. So, it's really cool to have you on the show, just because you have uh, a very... I like your, your, your uh, perspective and view on fitness and health, especially yours. And, um, and it's also very cool as well, because we've interviewed uh, a good amount of people that have been on the Season 2 Titan Games, and you were on Season 1. So I think that's so awesome that we get to talk to uh, or a competitor that competed in the first season, which is so yeah. cool. Um, but before we begin... Anyone who doesn't know who you are right now, our current listeners, our future listeners, can you give like a nice little background story on, you know, your fitness life or just how you became who you are today?
1: Okay. Yeah. So um, to sum it up, uh, I would say that my fitness journey didn't really begin until I was in my late 20s. -hmm. I didn't really grow up playing sports or doing anything like that. I was raised by my grandma, who didn't really think I could play sports. So in my mind, I couldn't. I wasn't an athlete, so I can't work out. I don't. I don't know what my mindset was, but um, the first time I ever really ran was in basic training, and that was 2007. And I love to tell that story because (laughs) I didn't have any kids at that point. I wasn't like obese or anything, but I was definitely overweight. Um, and not healthy in general. And it took me probably between eighteen to twenty minutes to run a mile and a half. Like,
0: oh wow!
1: Like like legit. I wish there was a record of <laughs> that somewhere that I could prove to people because it was. A
0: <laughs> right. Um,
1: and uh, you know, I did I did the bare minimum to get through air. You know, my Air Force training: sit ups, mm-hmm. push ups, and running. But then um, after I had my children, I I had gained a lot of weight both times I obviously didn't learn my lesson the first time and right. I decided something has to change I want to live a nice healthy long life for them and for myself and um, I got into training and the more we talk I'm sure the more you'll hear of my story but it wasn't linear it definitely wasn't you know the road to success of fitness and health by any means there was a lot of crashing and burning through there but yeah. I I always came back, so um, that's sort of my background in um, health and fitness. I did end up, after leaving the military, I'm still a part of the Air National Guard, but I got my degree in exercise science. And again, as we talk, um, I, I didn't think that that was for me. I think coming back to how I was raised, I wasn't meant to work out and train. I wasn't an athlete, so while I was interested in it and pursued it, got my education in it, I ultimately fell back on dental hygiene, which is what um, I indirectly do now, mm. and kind of coming back into re reinspiring myself through athletic roots that I can be an athlete, and anybody can be, um, no matter where your roots began. So, I have a little bit of training and a lot of bit of stuff. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I, your story is very unique. It's, it's crazy because... Um, you, you said that, you know, so your grandmother didn't, she didn't a lot like, hey, you're not going to play sports or she just made it like, hey, girls shouldn't play sports.
1: You know, I don't, I don't know. She's, you know, she's since passed away. So I wish I could ask her today, but um, my sister was in, you know, like the flag core and things like okay. that. I don't know if that's still around, but more feminine sports, I guess you could say. Right. I really wanted to play softball a lot. And I got to play one year and I loved it. And I don't know for whatever her reasoning was, she just said that I, she wouldn't allow me. And I was like a, you know, a young girl, I don't have control over what I can choose to do at that time. So I think I, you know, I, I opted for being the editor of my school paper and working on the yearbook staff and joining student government and really fulfilled myself in that way, which mm-hmm. I'm still very appreciative of, yeah. but as I got older and out on my own, I started, um, you know, participating in powder puff football or, you know, our intramural softball team. And I'm like, hey, I'm not like half bad.
0: Yeah, As, I'm pretty good at this.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. And then see, I think it's very unique is, is that you you didn't, you know, do a lot of sports whenever you were growing up. And um, and then you went off and, and went into the military and even though you said you know you barely did the bare minimum, but you still did it, and, and you still pushed through that. Like you weren't, um, you weren't quitting. You know, even though it might have been difficult or hard, you still pushed through it. And then you have two kids. Did you go to the uh, the Titan Games after your kids?
1: Yeah, because that was just a couple of years ago now. I believe yeah. that, that aired in twenty eighteen. Or- yes,
0: yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So, and then. So your background, not really sports like heavy because of of the lifestyle you live and stuff and, and that, and then you went and competed in this, you know, Titan games. And then I, I think that's crazy. It's like you're like inside your body wanted, it wanted to do these things. It wanted to be active and, and you had it inside of you to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think there was always something inside of me and there still is that always wants to do more. I remember being a kid just kind of like going off into the woods and doing my own thing. And maybe that was my sort of athletic output that I didn't Mm. know back then. I was just a kid climbing trees and, you know, hiking up the hills of West Virginia. I don't know. But um, I do remember in basic training people falling out and getting yelled at of of the running. And to this day, I don't necessarily enjoy running. It's something I do just because I know it's good for me. Yeah. I remember these girls just falling out and I didn't care how slow I was going to run. I was just going to keep running. (laughs) And like, that's still my mantra to this day.
0: Like
1: 14 years later, you know, Uh just keep running.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and that you think that type of mentality um, helped you to get past, you know, majority of the obstacles that life has thrown at you?
1: Oh, for sure. Because for every obstacle that's come my way, I've I've thought not like this is what's going to stop me. It's okay, what can I do to get past it?
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: never a roadblock for the end of the road. It's more of like, okay, we're just doing some construction here and then we're going to pave the path and keep <laughs> going, you yes.
0: know?
1: So...
0: Yeah, I like that. I, I think that's a that's a very valuable uh, thing for people to, to listen to and, and understand is how you're going to get past it. There is so many things that come into our life, uh, especially with inside of your – just like you said, the your fitness journey is definitely not linear. Neither was mine. Neither was uh, everyone else's because everyone else has their own things that come in life, injuries, uh, a loss in the family, career, job, school, whatever it is. Um, so – you know, finding all that and, and pushing past whatever comes your way is is very crucial. Like, what me and my my point of view is, whenever I get something like that or anything that comes in in my way that is like uh, like frustrating or stressful or whatever it is, I I like to learn a lot from what's going on, and um and just because you know, like if I was in your shoes and and I were to go think back to that time where all these girls are falling out and, but I'm going to do whatever I can to just keep going. I'm going to use that memory with whatever I'm doing in my anywhere, even if it's 10 years later, or 15 years later, I'm going to think about that time Mm -hmm. and it's going to help me pass, you know, any obstacle that comes in my life right now.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That, and I think it is important to be able to pull from your own struggles. Mm -hmm. And of course, helpful to pull from other people's because you see like, man, that person went through way more than I ever did. Yeah, They got through it. Like I know I can, but if you have your own to pull from and you know what you're capable of, then you know, I can go one more step, one more rep, one more mile or whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like. And my mantra too has always been like, you either make a way or you make an excuse. And have have there been times in my life I've made (laughs) excuses for sure. Yeah. But eventually, I have to make a way.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's, that, that's a good that's, – that's it right there. That could be, like, everything. Like, <laughs> I, I love the way you phrased it. That was perfect. Um, so you went into the military, and then whenever you got out to do the uh, – the, it's called Air National Guards. that was called? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, is that the period of time whenever you had your kids, or did you have kids in the military?
1: Yeah, I had my first daughter when I was active duty.
0: Okay, okay. Got so- it.
1: So, and, then, and then my second when I was in the Air National Guard.
0: Got it. Got it. So uh, what's the, the year difference between both of them?
1: They're a little less than two years apart.
0: Oh, wow. So they're very close together.
1: They are very close together. So, um, you know, I did have a moment in time, uh, probably around six months after I had my first daughter, where I did lose all the weight I had gained. Wow, uh, But just, just you know, I just lost the weight. I wasn't in, you know, epitome of fitness or anything. I just did what I had to do again to pass my PT test and to be able to have lost that weight. So, you know, right when I did that, that's when I found out I was pregnant again. And so the whole cycle just started right back over.
0: Got it. And then after the second child, that is that whenever you're like you began to um – um change your body with purpose
1: yeah i would say so so i joined that was my first after i had her Mm. um my second one that's when i first discovered crossfit right and so i started in that and my body kind of rapidly started changing but that was from someone who really didn't do much to someone who began doing a whole lot right And I love telling that story too, especially to people who are scared to try something new for the first time. I'm still scared sometimes too when I start something new. But when I first started CrossFit, they put me through a warm up and I couldn't sit for two weeks. You know, like (laughs) they
0: don't do it to you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then I remember, you know those twenty inch boxes that you can jump on. Yeah. Ours are at the at that particular gym were red. And I could not jump on it. I was just, I felt too heavy. I just wasn't. I still don't really like jumping either. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is I don't like, but I definitely <laughs> do.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, that's so fun. I don't like running. I don't like jumping. I don't like. Running. There's a lot of. But,
0: yeah, that's good. It's yeah. good. Like a- a- anything stationary, you'll crush.
1: <laughs> or if it's a barbell, hand uh-huh. it to me. I'm all over it. Um, <laughs> But I remember I couldn't jump on that. So there was like these little green garden boxes I had to jump on. And it took me months, but I remember um, writing my coach. She had since left the gym, but I wrote her and I was like, I jumped on a red box today. And I was just so thrilled because that was how I was measuring my success at the time because my weight, I wasn't really um, focused on as much because I was still um, nursing my youngest daughter and so weight wasn't necessarily i could tell my body was changing but as you know body composition our weight is going to you know go up sometimes even though we might be looking leaner so i wasn't focused on that i was focused on oh my gosh i can jump on this box and i couldn't jump on that box when i first started and so that,
0: like how does that make you feel like uh, what kind of just emotions were going through your body
1: i just thought like wow i can really do anything i tell myself I'm going to do. And it's like, I realized that before in different aspects of my life, whether it's education or even joining the military, anyone who knows me never thought I would ever join the military out of anyone they know. And then, you know, getting my education, my bachelor's degree, didn't think I would ever accomplish that. And I did. So to like jump on a red box that I was terrified of,
0: I'm like, Christina, you really can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, see, and that's why I tell, that's why I like other people to um, to grasp is that it's, you know, performance, physique, whatever you're doing, everyone has different goals, right? People compete because they love to compete. People perform because they love to perform. But I feel like whatever athlete you are, you should always gauge on how you feel and how you're, how you're performing, your progress based off of, what is happening externally. Like if you were to take away the scale, if you were to take away measurements, if you were to take away all that stuff, how are you going to gauge progress? You're to gauge it by, you know, how things fit, how your clothes fit. And that's going to gauge on how you feel emotionally and how you feel in those clothes. And then how you're performing in the gym. If one day you squat 225, the next day you squat 235, then you're getting stronger, which means that you're building more muscle. And then you, you know, achieved your progress by literally like, visually seeing a box that's small and then another box that's bigger and you couldn't do the small box, but now you can do the big box. That is how you're gauging progress. And, and I feel like that is something that a lot of us kind of overlook that we need to pay more attention to.
1: Oh, for sure. Just those little small things, like always look at it as like, to me, it was something so small that everyone else I swear in the gym could do, but I couldn't. Mm. And I was just like, I'm going to get it. And then, of course, you know, it came my double unders, and then my pull-ups, and then you yes. know, it was always something else I was chasing that um, I would set my mind to do, mm. and I-, I celebrated it, I rejoiced in it, and I still rejoice in things sometimes when it's like I've been waiting years to be able to do this, and I did <laughs> it, yay!
0: Yeah, that's good. And then, did it? Um, did you do a lot of comparison? Like, did you feel like, oh, this person can, because people can. You know, some people who have been doing crossfit for a long time, the twenty box or twenty inch box is like they do it for reps. They jump over, jump over, jump over. Did you compare yourself like, like if they're doing fifty box jumps, why can't I just do one?
1: Um, you know, I would say I I actually didn't do it as much when I first started out as I okay. do it now sometimes, and I think it's because I now I know what I'm capable of. Back then, to me, one box jump was so miraculous that. I was like, that's 50, you're amazing, maybe one day. And the (laughs) fact that I had two small children, I mean, we're talking about a child who's less than a year and not even quite two years old yet. Right. Like, to me, to make it to the gym was a success. And then to be able to jump on a box was like the icing on the cake, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I would say no, but, you know, eventually you kind of do your, like, that's the kind of the fun thing about joining a gym or doing group environment is you kind of always have someone to chase yeah. you know, in a friendly, fun manner, but yeah. I never really was like super competitive, which I know you brought up the Titan games, which is hilarious because I'm not super competitive. I don't really like to compete. Right. I'll, I'll just do those friendly competitions with like within my classroom environment and say, oh You've
0: got two fifty on the bar i'm gonna
1: get two
0: fifty one you know yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. One thing that you said that um that I don't hear enough of is you you said that you were a mom, right, Well, you currently are a mom, but you f- felt like that was a success, just finding time to go to the gym that and then the box jump was just icing on the cake that to me is like that is um that is a a character that a lot of us need to get it's you know think about those small little things you know does even though we want and i'm guilty of this too sometimes i want to get more on the squat or the bench or i want my you know my chest to look like this but it doesn't and um and i want these things just like everybody else they want to do small adjustments but then i think back to myself like you know or i rewatch the videos that i have i've filmed or whatnot and it's like you know i'm just happy i can do these things like there was a point in time where I couldn't do uh, you know, the Superman push up And I tried so hard, like so hard, so hard falling my face so many times. And then I got it one day and then it felt so great. And then now I do it all the time. And then that, that uh, success that I achieved from that, you forget about it sometimes. And then you start to dwell on, Oh, well now, you know, I can't do this or my, it doesn't look like this. I want to, I want my body to look like this, but you should be happy with how you're doing, how you're performing. And, Progress is great, you know, like how you want to progress. You wanted to jump on that box. But you're not forgetting that you also are a mom and you're just grateful that you had time to go to the gym.
1: Yeah, and and now the girls are older, so like it's quote-unquote easier for me now. I mean, if I think about those times in my life, everything was so hard and people would always ask me, how do you do it every day? I'm like, I literally don't know. (laughs) But now it's just like, they're, they're a lot more self-sufficient. They're nine and 11 now. Nice. so You know, they've seen it all. They've done it all with me. And, and so I think that's why I compare myself more now. It's just like you said, like you'll be trying, trying, trying to do something and you can't do it. You're like, well, I've already done all these other things. Why can't I do this? Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's important to remember there are plenty of things that people can be naturally good at just I'm sure I'm naturally good at something, or it came more naturally to me than maybe even you, or maybe you've dedicated hours upon hours, days and weeks and months and years on perfecting a skill or craft or a trick or something. And I'm obviously not going to catch up anytime soon, unless I'm naturally good at it. So I think because I had such a setback when I was, um, when the girls were younger, and, like I said, just going to the gym and just was a, a success on its own because there were many days I did not make it to the gym or had to stop going to the gym. Um, that's probably why I just always focus on what I could do and what I can do. And I need to kind of go back, I need to go back to that mindset sometimes, I think, and stop thinking about. Christina, you should be able to do this much more. And it's like, Christina, just celebrate that you got your work in today and you gave it your best and you tried your hardest. Like, Mm. you're not a young buck anymore. I know I'm not old because I know people are going to be like, you're not even old. (laughs) old." But I'm getting older Mm. and I didn't start working out until I was older. So, you know, I didn't, like we mentioned, I didn't start when I was young and, Um, have this natural knack for fitness and athletics. So I kind of want to bring it back to, you know, 2000, we'll see 2011, Christina, Uh
0: where
1: she was just celebrating getting to the gym. We should all be just celebrating that we showed up.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, There's there's what you just said, everything is, is spot on. And I highly recommend people, if you're listening to rewind and listen to it again. What there has one thing that I, I got from everything you just said right now was when someone out there could be perfecting something day in and day out, right? Just putting in hours of time into doing, you know, uh, anything, okay? Perfecting the perfect squat, and then after doing that, getting stronger and stronger. And I feel like also, too, for nowadays, there's a lot of, um, of, of comparison with people who have been putting in. Years of hard work, and it's only your first week, and uh, and I feel like that is also like a big thing that uh, a lot of us deal with and struggle with, um, and and I feel like it is kind of normal, but then it shouldn't be because you are where that person started years ago, and and just like we've been talking about, um, I feel like we lo- we lose a little bit of sight on stuff like that, and and just like I said, I'm guilty of it too because uh, it does happen and um but the important thing is to realize like you know who you are what you're capable of and do what you can that's one thing i love that you said you do it you did what you could and you do what you can and whenever you do it you do it at your best and then that's like what else is there to ask for like that's that's good right there
1: oh for sure and just and i love what you just said too because that does happen a lot especially with this like um mom community there's a lot of moms who are just super fit these days but I think sometimes people don't think that before they had kids, they were super fit or their lifestyles are different or their job schedules different or their partner. Maybe they have a really supportive partner or, you know, there's so many different variables that come into play there. And I think the important thing of just showing up and especially if you have kids, moms or dads, it's really not just, you know, exclusive to moms by any means because mm. dads go through this too. I just had a conversation just this morning with my 11-year-old as she's helping me wash the dishes. I'm telling her how thankful I am for her. And um, she's like, I, I only did it because I earned money because she gets <laughs> poor money. And I said, well, you know, you're, you're learning other very valuable skills here. You're learning how to take care of yourself, how to do the dishes. And then one day when I'm not able to take care of myself, you can take care of me. She mm-hmm. was talking about mom. You're gonna be like the most muscular old lady. <laughs> you can definitely take care of yourself. You won't need me.
0: Yes. That's yes. what she
1: think of me. She thinks that I will never need her because I focus on my health to, to you know, it's it's a high priority in my life. And so she sees that as an eleven year old and she's like, You're not gonna need me, mom. And, you know, so I could compare myself all day to other Thirty-six year old moms of two. But all in all, am I the best version of Christina that I can be right now in this moment today? Yes. Tomorrow I'll work on the next best version of myself, whatever it looks like.
0: That was that was it. Gosh, this is that's what I'm saying. You have such a like unique mindset to to, to this and yourself and, and like life overall, I feel like. And th- that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. I love everything that you just said um i was i was looking through and i saw a video of you flipping a tire in the rain and i thought that was so cool but what is it that training gives to you like today what whenever you do train or do something like that what what is it that you are like focusing on and what is it that you are receiving from you working on yourself
1: so that's a great question because for me right now, I'm not really chasing a specific goal in mm-hmm. in general. Okay. I'm not looking for numbers on the bar or numbers on the scale. I truly am just trying to be the best version of me. So for me, training is my outlet. It's how I get that time to myself to, to be a better person, a better mom, a better partner, a better coworker, because I feel like even when I do that and I do things that I think I cannot do or I tell myself I cannot do and I just do it anyways, I come out of that with a newfound look about myself, right? I'm like, yes. you can do that. And even every day sometimes I'll look at the workout and be like, I can't do that or I don't want to do that. And <laughs> then I do it and I'm like, I just feel reinvigorated and I feel like I have a better spirit about me and I'm just a little bit kinder to be honest. And of course there's physical changes that come along with putting that kind of time and work into training that I am enjoying. I would never lie about that, but it's not like I'm trying to manipulate my body or my body fat into some sort of special, unique look that would be presented with a trophy or anything I'm literally just seeing what is my body capable of and when I put this time and work in, what is that, how does that reflect on
0: myself? Yeah, wow. Do you, have you always been the, uh, as you began starting to train and stuff, have you always been the one that was more focused on performance, feelings, how you felt, than body composition, physique?
1: Absolutely. I never even got my body composition measured. And and I'm saying, I think it's a good idea to do that. And yeah. probably four years ago, and that was the first time. Um, I think it's a great idea because especially when you have people who are saying, I'm putting in all this work and my, my jeans are looser, but I'm not losing weight. And then it's like, okay, yeah. body comp, body comp, body comp.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: So I think it's very valuable, but it wasn't ever something I was focused on because, yeah, I just, like I told you before, it started with just showing up and being a better mom for my kids and a better self for me and a better coworker for my boss or, you know, whatever that looked like. And in that that really just translated throughout my whole life and everything I did. I showed up to be better no matter what I was doing because I felt better and of course, some of that feeling better comes with looking better. You mm-hmm. can't deny that by any means. Right. So, again, I will bring it back to that. Of course, I appreciate and I've shared a lot of progress pictures because I had a setback here recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of myself for doing that. It's not, um, that wasn't the goal to like get super shredded. And I'm still not sure. I don't even know my body comp right now, actually. But, you know. Yeah. Um, With When you feel like you look better, then you also feel better. Your confidence goes up as well.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. And I've always, yeah, I've always been the, um, so as life goes on, we all tend to learn. We all tend to grow and learn new things, open our mind up a little bit more. I was always um, first, initially when I very first began training, it was more of on, physique how how I looked i want, I was very skinny as, as a kid, and I was that kid that played a lot of sports, but I was the one that was like the weakling i'd get pushed around a lot and uh, so I hit the gym to do something specific, get bigger, get stronger, and then in the military, it became more of like um, mental like I wanted to do a lot of mindset work, I wanted to be happy, I wanted to find myself, and training was always there, so I always went to it it 's been an outlet my ever since I could ever imagine or think of. Um, so then after that, getting out of the military, coming to Houston, um, I am now opening up my own training business and stuff like that. I've trained people. I've helped people lose weight. I've helped people become happier. I've helped people do a lot of things with their body and, and life and mind and stuff. And with growing, now it's – I. it used to be physique. I used to pay attention to, okay, well, if he or she or even me doesn't look like this, then they're not training right or this and that. And then now my mind has opened up to – Now, people just train to be great. Like some people just work out to be awesome. Like, And when I say awesome or great, I mean awesome and great in whatever you're doing. Just like you said, if you want to be the best mom that you can be or the best dad or coworker or anything, a a friend, you want to be the best version of yourself you could possibly be, then maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's what people are training for. And once I began to open up my mind to those things, then I feel like fitness and health became something different to me. It was more of like, I'm going to train because this is this is my body. I I want to I have good health. I have healthy joints. I have a healthy, you know, just me overall. Let me let, let me do what I can do with it so that I can be the best version of myself cuz I knew that even in the military I trained all the time and it made me a better soldier, maybe a better leader, made me a better example for other people and I just used that into my life, but my mind has opened up into into focusing more on on just that, on just train to, to be your greatest, zeal, like your greatest version of yourself.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, with that being said, even if you're training people, there's nothing that says, like, if I were your client and I was like, I'm just here, my goal is to be a better mom. That doesn't mean that that better mom <laughs> stops somewhere, anywhere, right? Right, right. As my trainer, you might still be pushing me to do one more box jump that I uh-huh. thought I couldn't do. So I'm going to be that much better from doing one more box jump or something in that, um, in that aspect. And I think that's important. What you said is because everyone's goal is different. They, some people do want to compete and show, you know, get to that physique level. Some people are strength based and they want to compete in powerlifting or something and they want to hit big numbers or maybe they just have basic goals of, I just want to be overall a healthier person. Mm. But that doesn't mean they can't still try for more, um, push bigger numbers. Like, and I think that's where I've always been. I've considered myself like the everyday athlete, like someone who can do a little bit of a lot. So sometimes my focus might be strength for you know several months at a time. Right. And then sometimes it might be conditioning or sometimes it might be, I'm going to work on gymnastics. So I want to be able to do a little bit of a lot and, um, I'm never, and, and maybe that's to my fault too. Maybe that's why I'm never like the best at anything, but I like that, um, I can relate to everybody and say, you know, I know how that feels or mm. I know where you started because I started there too. And so that, you know, I am looking into eventually coaching here soon. And I, I, that I can bring those, um, those life skills or those experiences to the coaching table and say, I understand, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm waiting for the day. I like that. I like that. You said that earlier too. I'm waiting for the day for someone to say, Hey, I want to be coached just because I want to be a good mom. Like I want to be a great version of myself. like, Mm -hmm. Obviously, you start training and you start fixing your nutrition. You start creating better habits. Your body will change. Your body composition will change. You will see different things. You might shred more fat. You might build more muscle. You're going to get lean. You're going to look great. So those things will happen. Like, it's just what it is. If you put water over fire, it's going to boil. So like, there's things that happen that because you're doing things right, the outcome is what it is. Um, but whenever you like, solely want to do something for yourself, for yourself – um, I think that's it's a bigger impact because there's more fulfillment. I feel like there's more like, you know, if it's so much constant progression. Like it might take some time to lose two percent body fat. It might take well, and not might it will take time. Uh, and whenever you see it, that might even take longer because you are the one that has seen it. You're the one that's been critiquing yourself since you were, you know, however old. And um, but you can see constant progression in yourself. Every single day, just like you said, whenever you would go to the gym, that's already progress. And then you go to the gym and now you're doing something different. You're doing a workout you did last week and now all the lifts are heavier and you're crushing it. And all the reps are more and you're crushing it. And that is constant progression. That's just a week apart or even a few days apart, however you do it. So I feel like that is such a more um, fulfilling way to focus your, your mindset whenever you do go down a fitness journey or a health journey or whatever it is that people want to accomplish.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, I'm excited for you too whenever you get that person who's like, I just want to be a better dad or a better mom. <laughs> because you don't know where that's going to take then. Right. Like, think of like the very first person who ever trained me. If I said, I'm just here to lose some weight. I want to pass my PT test. I just, you know, want to be a better mom. And then that's all that they kept me at. Uh-huh. I would have never been on the Titan Games. Mm-hmm. I would have never been able to do the things I can do now. I would have never been as strong as, I was, I, I'm a, I'm a little bit weaker now, but you know as I was, well, <laughs>
0: you
1: know what I mean. So I'm like you're
0: strong at heart, strong at heart.
1: Yes, always. Um, yes. <laughs> so if if nobody ever challenged me or if I didn't, um, you know, if someone didn't see where my skill set were or, or notice something out of me, because you don't know that next mom or dad who comes up to you and says, "I want to be a better mom or dad," you don't know where their training going to take them. You could be training the next, you know, strongest man. I don't know. Oh. You know, and so it's just really seeing that within them and helping them bring it out. And I'm so happy that I've had really great coaches in my life who've helped me bring that out because it was always inside of me, right? Yes. I just needed help bringing it out. And and I'm so thankful for all those people who helped me discover that along the way.
0: That's so awesome. Like I said, you have, it's so cool. Your story, your passion is like, it's um very unique. It's, it's strange. And I'm pretty sure everyone listening right now is like, you know, also like, what the heck? Like this is, you have a different perspective on this stuff. And it's like, it's um, just one of those moments that whenever people are going through life and they're going through those growth stages, this is that moment. Like you're going to be opening minds to, to different things, to different avenues of, of vision and or, or view, you know? um, But one thing for sure uh, is I want to ask you how was, so you're, you know, you're not very competitive, didn't grow up in sports and stuff like that. Weren't very athletic until just recently, but and then you went on to the Titan Games. How was that experience? Were you, like, extremely out of your comfort zone? Like, were you always uncomfortable? Like, or were you super excited or happy? Or, like, how, what was it that you wanted to accomplish there?
1: Uh, you know, being even asked to apply was, like, kind of going back to just showing up to the gym. Like, I <laughs> right. did that. Like, yeah. I applied, you know? <laughs> so, like, to be honest with you, I thought I was getting – um. Uh, uh, punked, to be honest. I was like, oh man. And this is probably not even really who they say they are. I'm going to arrive in LA and I don't know what's going to happen. So I was extremely out of my comfort zone. I was like, are you sure you have the right person? Like I was really confused. Um, and then going to the combine where you have to try out again, I was like, you know what? This was just a really cool experience. I'm really glad I got to meet these athletes because, mind you, I still didn't consider myself an athlete at this point. Right. I only recently did. Because anyone can be an athlete. And that's, you know, what I, I really want to um, – if I can, anybody can. Absolutely. But I met these people, and we were in these groups. And the people who were in my groups, I was just, like, mind-blowing. Actually, uh, there was, like, some high-level CrossFitters there. And one of them was in my group. And I was just, like, I am, like, literally – trying out the same as she is like right, yeah. same level yeah me <laughs> you know? and so here i am and there was there were some things i couldn't do there um actually i don't know i guess i guess i i guess i can't say i don't know what i'm allowed to say about that but okay, um, okay,
0: okay. there's certain things you couldn't do
1: yeah um so we had to do all these things and there was things that i could not do mm. And they told you, if you can't do them, just keep going. Try a couple times and keep going. And I was like, oh, man. And so, of course, there was a couple of things I couldn't do. And I was like, kind of bummed. But, again, at the same time, I'm literally right next to these, like, elites. I mean, we've got ex-football players. We've got MMA fighters. And I'm your dental hygienist, Air National Guard mom. That's so cool. Yeah. And I'm like, they're all like, so what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm a dental hygienist. And they're like, no, like, how do you train? And I'm like, oh, um, you yeah. know, I try to make it to my CrossFit gym at least five days a week if I can. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I'm a, you know, I do this, this, and this, and like that's a lot of them. What they do, like, the majority of the time, and I was just like, I, I can't relate to you on that. So I'm not sure, you know, I, I, I clean teeth, so <laughs> my wrists and fingers are super strong, All right? <laughs> and uh, so. You know, and then when I got the call that I made it, I was just like, no way.
0: (laughs) That's so cool.
1: And then I was like super scared because, oh, wait, now I actually have to go and do this. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And again, I was super scared. And um, it's kind of all a blur until like uh, right as they, I don't know if the other interviewees have said this, but there's a big loud explosion you can't even hear them counting down like on the TV show, how they like start to count down. Right. You can't hear that when you're competing. And all you hear is your cue to go is when you hear the
0: big boom. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: And at least that's how it was for us. So you're okay. just like standing there, like waiting, like, is it time to go yet? And then you just hear this loud explosion and like panic, anxiety, <laughs> things I don't normally suffer from. were all, that's all I had. Uh-huh. And then my first event was the Lunar Impact, which is 30 feet. In season one, it was 30 feet high. Mm. I think in season two, it was like 25 or something. But I'm scared of heights.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm terrified. Right.
1: So I didn't want to do any of it. <laughs> but I did it.
0: That's so crazy. <laughs> so, I was completely out of your comfort zone. Then. All, all down to the chemical reactions happening in your brain, your emotions. Like, everything was so new to you mm-hmm.
1: and and some people thrived off of it like that's what they live for yeah and you know I'm sure if I did it a lot more it'd be a little bit more comfortable I'm sure I'll always get nervous or something but sometimes I'm watching season two and I'm like would I want to compete three times in a row I don't know but then I'm like Christina you should totally do something like that again because yeah. I do enjoy pushing myself out of my comfort zone because you discover something new about yourself. Mm-hmm. What I discovered through participating in the Titan Games and going against Kim Kardashian's personal trainer was mm-hmm. I'm an athlete. Mm-hmm. I'm up here pushing the wall just as hard as they are. Yep. I'm That's doing the amazing. same thing that they're doing. I had to do everything that they did. They didn't cut out anything special for me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I did it. I did my best. And, uh, and I'm an athlete.
0: That's so cool. See, that's that's what I'm saying. That's like the view that people should have. Like you no matter who you are out there, like if you want to do something that is outrageous or something that people don't believe in you in, or just something that you it's just not you, just do it. As long as you believe in yourself, you had enough belief in yourself to go through the entire process and then show up there to compete against someone and and do your best. Like you already gone that far. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone else should do as well. And no matter what it is, no matter how small or how big it is, every goal is is big to you. Whoever it is, your individual self, it's big to you. So go out there when you know and, and even if it gets noisy and you're starting to feel things you don't like to feel, just mm-hmm. keep keep doing your best and, and, and see where it takes you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that that um that moment it took me almost to victory when I uh, was up there on the lunar impact, but I, you know, at the very last moment, my legs gave out on me, but like it took me so far. I, I went that far. I pushed myself farther than I've ever pushed myself in my life. And, um, I went to a very dark place up there. <laughs>
0: so. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. And and that's so awesome. I'm glad you did all that stuff. I'm glad you had fun. You know, that's such a good experience. Um, <clears throat> if, I got one more thing for you. If someone is, um, is right now currently struggling with an obstacle or something in their life that's holding them back, um, and they're kind of scared to jump out of their comfort zone, doing things that they're not used to, what, what kind of words of advice would you give someone right now who's suffering with that? So
1: I'm a very big just jump in kind of person. And so I think when you try to just stick your toes in the cold water and, and ease your way into it, it makes it more uncomfortable. So when you sit and dwell on it, like, oh, I don't want to do this because X, Y, and Z, or I don't want to do this because of element OP, whatever it is, just go for it. And I promise you, no one's judging you, no one's um, – Looking at you, because that's, that's one of the biggest things if we're talking about health and fitness. It's, I'm scared to join the gym because I'm out of shape and people are going to stare at me. Mm. It's like, you don't know how many of those people were right there with you when they started. Mm. And, and that's, that's the key thing there. They didn't wake up one day and look like that. They put in lots of time and effort. And if you do too, you will get the results that you desire. So just jump in and do it. And focus on, you know, the end in mind. Have the end in mind. Like, what is your goal? Set it 10 weeks from now. And what is your goal in 10 weeks? And focus on that because that's going to be your why to keep going. And that's going to set the pace for yourself and give you the discipline that you need to just do it. It's yes. so hard to be uncomfortable, but anybody that you listen to who's successful, and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, reading a lot of books lately, and they say that being uncomfortable is really where success comes. And if you wait for, I think, I don't remember who said this, but you know, if you waited for every day that you felt good or ready to do something, you'd probably never do it because Ooh. we don't always feel good and we don't always feel ready. Right. So you just have to do it and i know that's not like maybe the warm fuzzy you know answer that i normally give because i'm very like very soft when it comes to talking to people and training people but i do have this side that there's sometimes that soft warm and fuzzy feeling just doesn't work and when it comes to that uncomfortable you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable it's mm-hmm. just the way it is and i know it's hard but you have to understand that it's hard and you just have to keep going and and understand that. And I think that that's where people, they, I don't know if they just want it to be easy or they want it to be gradual, at least when it comes to just jumping in, right? Right. Success will be gradual, of course, but just getting started is going to have to be a, we got to go. We got to just all in now or nothing sort of thing.
0: Yes. I, I agree with everything you said. I agree with everything that you said. Um, no time is like the perfect time. Just you gotta just do it. Just uh I, I like that quote. Gosh, we gotta figure out who said that. Dang no, it. That's a, it. That was a good one though. That's um and and I feel like we do we overthink so much stuff in life. We overthink so much stuff and to find the perfect time for something is um it's like an endless circle, you know? And if you do find that perfect time, hey, you're the rare few that have found a perfect time, but you know, it's the perfect time is now, you know, the, the sooner it is, the, the better it is. Cause the, then you started. And then now time is on your side because you have started. And now every day, every hour that passes by, you're getting closer and closer to your goals because you started. And I think that's, that's very powerful. You said some great stuff today, Christina. Wow. Um, it's been an honor to have you on the show. And uh, for anyone out there right now who is listening or you know current listeners future listeners if they want to find you somehow you know say thank you or just reach out maybe ask you a question where's like the best place for people to find you
1: yeah that would be instagram and you can find me at beasting the beauty it's beast like b-e-a-s-t i-n-g and then the beauty and or you could probably search christina luna and find it but that's the best place to reach me
0: yes awesome yep absolutely yep that's how i got in contact with you so yep very uh very active on there and uh and that's so cool again you've said some your mindset your perspective on this stuff is like uh very unique and i hope that everyone out there right now had listened to a lot of great value that you said um and and for everyone out there listening right now if you know anyone who could relate to this or you have maybe are relating right now to christina and everything that she's been saying um and you're grabbing value from this episode, all we ask is you simply just share this episode out to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, your dad. Put it on your Instagram story. The more people we get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can change together. But you just listened to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Christina Luna. And as usual, y'all, get out there. Train hard.
1: Live strong.
0: All right, everybody. Bye.